Okay, welcome to the third episode of The Gaining Perspective. Uh, I am your host, The Belly Growth, and today with me, I have Cleve08. Cleo eight ninety. Don't forget the ninety. Oh, sorry, I forgot about the ninety. See, I hate it when you. I hate it when people put all a bunch of numbers behind their names because I can't remember all the numbers. I don't remember the numbers half the time anyway. I'm just like, oh. You forget that you have numbers in your own name. (laughs) Yeah, I really do until I look at it. I'm like, oh, okay, awesome numbers. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, um, Cleve and I have been friends for quite a while. We've, you know, sometimes we meet up and hang out together and uh, I wanted to get him in on this podcast, uh, probably because we're both avid users of social media and uh, we'll get into that in a second, but I wanted to give Cleve a chance to introduce himself. Um, So how long have you been gaining? Well, we're going to go with mm, on and off for about like maybe eight years, we'll say. And what got you into that? Um, well, I've always been into it. I mean, I'm sure many that the gainers, encouragers, et cetera, whatever, will say, oh, I've been into it forever. No, I mean, really, I really have. I didn't do any of that. So, like, uh, padding, anything of that. Like, I didn't do any of that. I just was always interested in bigger males. Like, it was just kind of a thing for me. And, of course, I just keep going in life. And, like, the bodybuilding I do now in the gym, it just kind of fits. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we kind of have the same goal in mind because I'm trying to work out again. I, my elbow was hurt for a couple of months. I ended up with tendonitis, but now that it's healed, I want to get back into the gym because like, I, I feel we, we kind of want the same thing. Like we want to just be bigger, mm-hmm. you know, like we want the muscles, but we want the belly too. Right. Like that yeah. muscle bull as they call it. I thought it was called a muscle bear, which you fit more, you fit better because you've got more body hair than I do. Well, I mean, you know, beggars can't be choosers. I know, but, but I everybody mean, wants what everyone wants what they don't have. So, ex- exactly. Like I wish I was hairless, but that's only because I just I don't know. I groom. I'm not really? like your typical cub. I do. I do. I know you like. No, I'm just oh, saying don't I do that. No, I'm just saying like I can't believe that you don't want it because you're you're a blondie bear and everyone loves a blondie bear. I don't know. It's just like I'm not saying like I groom aggressively as you know since i do hair that's kind of what people think like oh you groom and you trim no i trim to keep it in order i don't mm. like it's just a light hair. light manscaping yeah exactly i mean everything's there i mean there's times that i'll wipe it away clean or there's other days i'll just groom it it just depends on my mood and i'm not i mean even with like fetishes as we talk about later on in the thing mm-hmm. it's like look i'm not here to be objectified or to be oh my god i've attracted you because you're in my fetish like no how about you be attracted to me because i'm a human you know I just oh you room. don't you don't like to be objectified i don't oh, mind i do it. you you know i do <laughs> shut up <laughs> i was about to say i don't mind it at all <laughs> that's exactly how we met in person um <laughs> i mean it, yeah i i've never it, had a problem with that mostly because i never felt objectified in my regular civilian you know adult gay life yeah, I never felt wanted until I was, you know, in, like, a made aware of the bear community, mm-hmm. leather community, whatever. I don't know. Well, you do kind of, fl- I mean, like a lot of us, you float throughout many communities. Like, I've come to find a home in the leather community. 
but I mean, that's certainly not my tribe. I mean, I like a lot of them, but I can't, I'd never define myself as a leather man. I mean, if you're like, I know you, uh, you don't follow Pokemon, do you? Not really, no. Okay, so I do because I'm a nerd, and I'm a true OG, you're welcome, mm-hmm. and there's a Pokemon called Ditto. Well, Ditto is a transform Pokemon, so basically what it does is copies exactly down to the detail of what it looks like, what it does, but still holds true to itself. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I'm getting at, is where we're kind of the Ditto of the gainer, bear, leather, etc. world. Yeah, I, that's fair. I can that, that. That's a tribe in itself, where basically we just kind of mold into whatever it is because we go with the flow. Yeah. We're not doing it to fit in. We're doing it to just kind of be accepted in a way. Well, yes and no. I mean, yeah, part of it is acceptance. And then, you know, like I said in, in previous episodes, it's it's a sexual thing for me. It's tied to my libido. So I wouldn't be doing it if it didn't give me some well, sexual thrill. Oh, most deaf. Most deaf. Most deaf. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that <clears throat> uh, seeing – at a leather event, a guy dressed in leather mm-hmm. with a big old gut hanging out that I'm not going to get horny because, oh, I am. I, I, <laughs> I mean, hey, isn't that how we met? Um, well, but did you manage to make it to Claw last year? No, because I um, was neglectful and forgot to call off work. Uh, um, yeah. Seems to happen a lot. For those of you that have no idea what Claw is, Claw is a leather event that happens in Cleveland once a year. It's a big leather weekend. It's a, it, it's a big convention. There's no contest because a lot of these conventions that are held across the country include a contest. Cleveland does not have that. It's simply a weekend for leather people to gather. And it doesn't just mean guys that are into leather. There's a lot of other fetishes that get, fo- that get folded into that weekend. So it's just kind of a big common meeting ground for people. And coincidentally... For you um, to feel great. Yeah, for you to feel great. And this last claw, um, this last year, I actually co-hosted the Gaining and Encouraging seminar with a friend of mine from Indiana. It didn't have a great turnout, unfortunately. I really wish that more people had come, but I think it was due to a scheduling conflict. There were a lot of classes that were happening at the same time. And, you know, some people, like, maybe they wanted to go see how to flog somebody or how to go get tied up, and they just didn't have enough time to get to the gaining and encouraging seminar. Which I'm jealous because I wanted to be part of that as well, but I think that's when the sexual part of me came out. The sexual part? I saw the photo. Yeah, Yeah, the sexual, the different being of myself. I saw that photo, and I actually talked to him, too. He's a friend of mine, too. Oh, the, Um, you, you know, the apostle? Yes, I do. Okay. And I'll jump his bone. I'll jump his bones as much as I need to. <laughs> um, same with you. Um, other news. Um, I saw the photo though, and I was kind of like jealous because I didn't get to go to it either. And I did. He said it wasn't that big of a turnout, but of course, it just depends on the area. Yeah, it really wasn't. And if, unfortunately, only three people that were there were actually either into it or curious about it. And like the other, like four people that showed up were kind of just moral support for um, Jeremy or sorry, the apostle shit. I use his real name. Sorry uh, for, the, <laughs> for the apostle. I'll have to, I don't know if I can edit around that. Eh, whatever. Um, um, but um, 
to bring it to I the... Mean... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And I was going to say, like, to, uh, to actually get... Because we've spent 10 minutes now just bullshitting. But um, <laughs> to get into the actual point of the episode, it's about gaming and social media. Um, it, it's, it's kind of... I wanted to talk about how gamers have created a space on pretty much every social media giant that's out there right now. So the, the biggest names in social media are Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube. And I feel like Patreon is one that's up and coming because Patreon yeah, kind that- of ties into all of those others. Yeah, I'll agree with you. It's coming up and up because it's becoming basically like a mild softcore porn of like Pornhub, YouTube, XTube, etc. Well, not just that. A lot of YouTube people that like actually make a career out of YouTube, like they get their sponsorship from Patreon because YouTube did yeah. their their huge like demonetization uh, Armageddon where they, you know, they weren't paying out what they used to and people weren't getting the money that they used to. So a lot of them had to turn to Patreon to start funding the episodes that they would put out. So it's not just for porn, but like, you know, like the, like the beings that we are, we have turned it into porn like we did with Tumblr, because Tumblr didn't used to be about porn. Oh, y'all, <laughs> I was out of that one. I didn't have a Tumblr, so that's all you. I didn't, well, I had a Tumblr, but I didn't post anything. I just reposted stuff. I, I, I had no original content on my Tumblr. I was just reposting stuff that I found. <laughs> You know, well, that's and that's what ninety percent of people who were on Tumblr did. They just reposted stuff. But as far as if you go into like those, like I mean, yeah, the social media giants—they're they're they're basically up and coming. But it's like basically we're continuing them. I mean, even though like what'd you say, like the lesser ones or third party—that's the one that you sent me was like oh third party WhatsApp. Yeah, those are third party chat servers. I wouldn't really call those social media in the way that like you can't post. There's no forum in which you can post on there and say, hey, I'm doing this at this time or, you know, I'm checking in here. It's more just for chatting with people. And that's where they do it. That way they don't have to gum up their Instagram or their Facebook. They can basically keep it on one other thing. Yeah, and I totally understand that because I have a civilian Instagram page. Same. But um, as far as on these social media platforms now... Like with Facebook, I don't know a ton of gainers that are just out in the open on Facebook. I know that they must exist, but I don't know any personally. And I was always afraid of searching them out because you know how on Facebook, if you start liking something, it'll start like appearing in your feeds and then like it kind of suggests other things and then some other people can see what you're up to. And it's like, I just didn't want all of that. So I don't know how many of them. I like the privacy thing, so... But um, I mean, I'm really, I'm really big on the privacy settings. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I mean we there are, are things, but there are people on Facebook who are open about it, but they don't use their face. It's the same thing as Instagram or yeah. that nature, where they're not, they're, their face isn't there. It's just basically their body. Yeah, which is, if I were to have ever gone down that route, that's what I would have done. But that was just too at the time. That was way too out in the open. And I used to, I didn't realize this until I looked it up. Um, cause I was going to talk about how, oh, you know, Gromer was around before Instagram or before Facebook and I'm wrong. Um, Gromer's only been around for what, eight years. Yeah. I didn't, I thought it was a lot longer than that. I thought it was like 10 to 12 years. It's been around. I wasn't, I wasn't aware because I mean, I use like bigger city and beefy frat and 
I mean, I like those. I mean, Grommer has his own things, but I do like Grommer. But I mean, hey, that's a whole different. Yeah. But yeah, Beefy Frat did exist before Facebook. So we had one, but it was existing in the same time period as, as MySpace. But you it know, didn't have its own entity on MySpace, you know what no. I mean? Yeah, which, really, da- which a... really dates us to be able to talk about MySpace, because I feel like anybody under 30 doesn't remember that. Same. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I mean, it, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I, I just, I mean, on any of the, like, social giants or any social media things, I mean, I literally just stick to one thing. I'm not a person to broadcast like yeah i made an instagram just for the grommer thing mm-hmm. or gaining in general but i'm not a big like i'm gonna broadcast on 10 different things no thank you like so, even the ones who like do like who have their own thing or they're they are the giants of grommer etc what yeah. have you yeah i'm i'm sitting here i'm not yeah i want attention but not that much attention mm-hmm I mean, it's like, listen, I want to be a YouTube star, but not a Grommer star. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm more of a social creature. I want to talk to people. Yeah, I think that's why I eventually really got into Instagram, because I had been only on Grommer. That was, like, really my only online presence. And I was getting more and more comfortable with just being open about myself and I you know it was a big deal for me when I started posting pictures including my face because I had been like the headless wonder for years you know I was that classic only from the neck down you know I would not post any pictures of my face but then I got gradually more comfortable with it and then I created the gaming Instagram and I'm like you know what why am I hiding I need to just I need to just you know be a part of this community and I started doing live streams and now, I mean, I hate to put Gromer on blast, but I kind of feel more comfortable with the gaming community on Instagram than I do on Gromer. Oh, no, totally 100%. Nothing against Gromer, no, no bashing or anything of that nature. But it's more or less, okay, I'm on Gromer. This is for everyone to communicate and be a community. No, now it's really just, I'm going to post all my videos and make money. Yeah, it did kind of become a self-promotion. And in fact, which I think is funny because there was a crackdown by the moderators of Gromer that they said you couldn't do that anymore. You couldn't self-promote. You couldn't say, hey, go go to my Clips for Sale page or go to my OnlyFans or my Patreon and stuff like that. Now they don't seem to care anymore. I mean, you could still... I mean, they still posted, but I think they, like, they re- lessened the reins a little bit, and they were like, hey, you can at least post about it, but not on, like, the news feed, yeah. you know what I mean? Something something along those lines, it was, it's more or less that, but I mean, it just kind of, I mean, I do feel that, yes, the, ever since, like, openness and, you know, awareness of everything came to be, like, they're just, oh, well, this and the fat fetish and this, that, and third. Now it's like nobody can talk to anybody, you know? Yeah, it does. I mean, again, I have to say to everyone listening, we are not trying to bash Gromer. It's just that no, 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 it, no. Does, it, it, it does feel a little bit more icy than it used to. It doesn't really feel as connected as it once did. No, because the only place you can, you know, it, like you still can try to talk to people, but they kind of ignore you a little bit if you're not a giant on the the website yeah and i was going to bring that up in a little bit the whole validation through um the amount of people you have following you or liking you but i was going to ask first um 
how do we feel uh, like when it comes to all of the social media platforms, do we feel welcome there? Do we feel like there's a safe place for us there? Or do we feel, I mean, there is a safe place. No, I was going to say, or do we still feel like we kind of have to be relegated to, you know, the underside of it? I mean, that's what you can bring into like the other social medias, like, chaseable or chasable whatever the hell i think it's supposed to be pronounced um, chaseable i don't know i think oh, i don't know i've never been on there i've never made an account i don't have an need to there should only be one just saying because it's like they're still in the same category but their safe place is still grommer bigger city if that's still even yeah a thing, that's still around beefy frat etc Beefy frat, I don't think that exists in its entirety anymore. I think that it's been severely cut down. I haven't visited it in months, so I wouldn't know. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, it is kind of, like, I mean, even into, like, other things, like, you can, you're gaining the mass audience you're wanting to, you are indulging in things, you are documenting your weight gain, which it is kind of still a, it's still a safe mm-hmm. place. I mean, at the end of the day, it is safe because I can go and occasionally find someone who will talk and actually be non-creepy. Yeah. Like, oh, how much do you want to gain? Do-do-do-do-do. Like, why don't you just ask how my because, day is? You know, well, like, and that's, that's kind of, a, that's almost a separate conversation about people's expect, expectations versus reality. You know, there are a lot of there are a lot of fetishists who live a life completely online and they don't it's all fantasy for them, you know. And that's my biggest pet peeve, and I, I don't care who knows. I'm one of those people that here, this is how it's gonna be. I'm sorry. You can leave your fetish all you want, but if you can't talk to me like a person, I have no time <laughs> for you. And that's a Yeah. Statement. No, I mean I, I understand that. I you know, I get messages on Gromer that are occasionally just it's very clear what they're after and those are the ones that I sometimes will just straight up ignore that's why you ignore me no I do not ignore you anyway (laughs) I'm just kidding kidding. but um anyway next well no when it comes to like okay so the the social media that exists specifically for fat fetishism you know Gromer Chaseable Phoebe Fantasy Feeder you know, that was like our mainstays. Like that was, that used to be like the safe space for anyone that was into like fat fetishism. Right. Uh, but now I never heard. Well, I, I think that one's, I think that one's reasonably new. That one's for feeders. That's feederism. Like the, the people yeah. who own those websites kind of want those three to be the, the one stop shop for everything. But. Oh, okay. I did, I never heard of it. I was like, no, but um, but now, <clears throat> like I said, now that we're branching out into places like Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, I mean, we were on YouTube from its inception, and we're still on YouTube. But you know, the other Heck ones, yeah. Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, like there's a huge presence for us now. And we're documenting weight gain for a mass audience like it, it used to like if you're if you were a guy who was on Gromer, that was the only place you ever posted. That's what like maybe a couple of hundred thousand users are on there and now you know instagram twitter youtube there's millions of people there's millions of people that are now able to witness this and i was like i was wondering are we are we still like the internet's dirty little secret or are we is is that changing because the body positivity movement has come in i talked last episode about how 
things are changing for body positivity. So like, are we going to be more acceptable? Or are we still going to be those weirdos that nobody understands? No matter what, we're still going to be the weirdos. No matter what generation, we're still going to be the weirdos because we enjoy something that is undeniably unhealthy because it's excess body mass and size. But it will be more... I will feel it will be more accepted just because it's people coming out of their shell and being like, oh, well, I guess I can accept it because that's the person. Yeah. You know what I mean? As long as they can, They're but not you're gonna... right about the medical thing, as long as people can point at it and say that this is just fundamentally unhealthy and we have proof of that, yeah, they're not going to really let us just get away with it. Exactly, and they shouldn't. I mean, that's fine, but it's like at the end of the day, it's like realize that this is just like a fetish, but it's something that I enjoy. Well, and they also need to realize, I I think people, I think society needs to realize about overweight people in general is we're not, we're not like unaware of it. We're not all stupid. We don't all, you know, it's not like we're all just blithely living in a bubble like, oh, we're never going to have any problems with this. Like, no, we're all very well aware of that. It's just some of us are willing to live with the consequences. Yeah, I mean, we're there. We enjoy just a bigger person. It's not, oh, we want you to be unhealthy. No, we just, we understand and we're going to deal with it in our own way, but we want to accept how we are. Yeah. You know? And let me say one thing as a medical professional. So, like, I, I have to look, well, you know, and I have to look at this shit all the time, you know, and I have to, like, sometimes a BMI is not indicative of health. Like, my BMI is too high like i'm considered actually i'm considered obese at this point which is really weird because i only wear i only weigh uh 220 pounds and i'm 510 so that puts my bmi at like a 30 something and that's bad but i know well you're a lot bigger than me because i'm at 195 how tall are you though i'm five eight yeah you always wear boots when i hung out with you oh that's true i don't know why i kept thinking that you were my height but anyway um, but I, there are you people wish. who are within a healthy BMI, but their body can be completely wrecked. You know, like you can't see what's going on inside someone. You're not pulling up like their blood work and seeing what that's telling you. Like, I have seen people that were well within what the government and, you know, the World Health Organization says is supposed to be healthy and their, their insides are trash. And then I've seen people who are at a clinically obese BMI, but they're like healthy as a horse and they're going to live a long life. They have low cholesterol. They have low triglycerides. Their blood pressure is okay. Like they're not going to be dying in a year. Whereas like the twig whose um, body is completely screwed by whatever they've done to themselves, they could be dead in a year. And that's my little exactly just because you have abs or whatever else like i mean yeah that's my little medical rant because i'm so tired of everybody jumping on this bandwagon of you know and it's going to happen forever they're always going to be able to point at us and say that you're unhealthy and that's why this is bad but i i digressed and now i will try to get us back on point hey it's fine everybody's allowed to have it but i mean it's just it, it, it is a lot. There's just a lot of there's yeah, just a lot of shit that gainers have to deal with for having this fetish, and it's something that we've been dealing with for as long as we've had the fetish. It's the reason why a lot of us don't come out of the pantry, as I as I put it. <sighs> it's true. I mean, that even goes into like the other like topic of like 
like fame or like is it worth it? Of course it's worth it because you're becoming a star in your own way. Yeah, but I don't know if I could trade my anonymity for that because look at look at someone like I Hulk out and how f- he he got famous for kind of all the wrong reasons. He got he got famous because he's a big dude and he wrestled people. Like no, well I mean, but then I talk, look, I, I'm talking I like about the Tosh Point O thing. I mean, that would have humili- that would have sent me oh. that would have sent me into a cave for 20 years. Oh, uh, well, that okay. Now you bring that in. Yes, of course. Once it's nationally done, I mean whoop. that's that's shitty. That's it, really it, it, shitty. I just I fe- I felt so bad. But I know that he's gotten over it, and well, I know he's turned it into a net positive, and I'm very happy for him that he's done that. It's just that that just sucks. It sucks that you're doing oh, something it, that you. It does. It yeah, I mean, that, you're, you. He had no agency over his image anymore. It was taken by some jackass who makes a career out of making fun of people, and he's put. It's put on a national stage. That's why he vanished. I mean, I don't blame him for vanishing for a while. I, I would do. Anyone would try to bury that. So that's why I'm not sure about the whole let's not get like let's get famous off this thing because it's like I don't know if I can handle that. I don't want to be put under that level of scrutiny. I mean, I can be famous in my own way. I mean, if I'm famous through the through the app or the website, I'm sorry, or app either or, um, that's fine because I'm known within those people. But if you put me on a main stage, I will sue that. Well, shit yeah, because you. you should have agency over your own image, and like that that brings up a a, a conversation for a future episode about. You know, does anyone have the rights to your image once it's placed on the internet? And now we have laws that say no, but at the same time, it's like, how do you stop that from happening? I mean, because you think about Tumblr and how quickly something could get reposted. There are gainers that have vanished because of Tumblr, because people have not respected their privacy. Wasn't that, I'm trying to remember what his name was. I can't remember. It was like R-I-C-C Belly yeah, or something. Belly. There we go. I don't I don't know where he went or if he passed away or if he just hid in general. I don't know. And that it, it could be any one of those things. And it, it could be because... And he had an amazing... Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, yeah. I mean, of course um, I know. I mean, he was one of the legends in the, in the Belly Builders days. And that's even like Burrow. Yeah. Like, he still owns his shit, and I love him. He's he is very nice. And it's like, I mean, I'm glad he owns it, too, and he don't give a, sh- give a crap. But that's but kind of a rarity. Guys like Virgo and uh, uh, SF Gut Muscle, they're, they're, they're a real rarity because, you know, they've been doing it for so damn long that I guess they just decided there's no point in trying to deny it anymore. Like, yeah, I've been a part of the, the gaining and encouraging scene since I was 18 years old but I only came out as a gainer at 34. So I still, I need time to get my shit together and sort it out and decide whether or not I ever want, you know, would want to be that in anyone's face about it. Exactly. I mean, if people ask me, like I just blow stuff off. I mean, I personally don't care if you know what I like or what I do. It's none of your dang business. You know, I, so I have that level I just don't assert it because I am not in that situation. I mean, I have told a couple of friends about this. There are a few friends that know, but I've been very selective. Yeah. Like I said, the last episode of, of who I tell and I read my audience. There are some people that I would never tell this to. Um, it's just, I, I, yeah. I am slowly but surely coming to absolutely own, you know, my body, my sexuality, my personal image, 
you know, the, the balance between my masculinity and my queenie side, like I'm learning how to integrate all of my parts together for the first time. And I wish that it hadn't taken me into my, you know, mid thirties to do it, but everyone's different. And this is just how I'm processing everything these days. And that's, and that's perfectly fine. I mean, I, I know that I did drag and this and that always puts me with this and that. But I mean, I just go about my day and I'm learning day by day that screw it. I don't care. Judge me. But if you don't want to have to take the time at the end of the day to know somebody, they're not meant to be. No, absolutely. Uh, I mean, that's even all these things. I mean, you could say it's art. You could say it's porn. It's both. Art is porn. Oh, yeah. Well, you you jumped ahead of me there, but I was going to ask. Yeah. Is are we create on these social media platforms? Are we creating art or are we creating porn? And I would say it's kind of both, yeah, because there are some pictures on my Instagram profile that were taken specifically to elicit a sexual arousal in my followers, and some of them were taken to be kind of artistic because I'm owning the body that I live in, and. I, I think a lot of the gainers on Instagram straddle that line. Like I've seen some Instagram profiles where it's, it's all very artistic. It's like some of these boys know how to take very flattering, well done pictures of themselves. And some of them are just obviously straight up for, you know, just to give us a thrill. And I'm fine with both. And I appreciate yeah, both. Yeah, same. I mean, I'm not, I don't, whatever they want to do. I mean, there's some people I'm just like, really, did you really need to do this? <laughs> but it, then it's like, okay, cool. You took the time to make this beautiful. That's great. I love that. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's like, I try to do things. And I'm like, no, nope, I No, failed. I mean, I, well, I feel that way a lot too. Like um, that picture that I took in homage of Milo art. I just, I threw that together in just like 10 minutes because I was like, you know what? I haven't seen this image recreated in all the years, you know, that the gainer sites have existed. And for a minute, I was like, I don't know if I should, because I don't want to like piss Milo art off. But then again, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. So I just went ahead with it. And that was clearly an artistic one. But then I've taken shots of my ass where it's just like, okay, I'm just trying to get a rise out of somebody. (laughs) I wish I could do that, but then I get bored. You just have to, you know, just exercise your creativity a little bit. I mean, you don't have to, you know, it's, it's, that's the thing about it. That's why I was initially attracted to Instagram in the first place. I remember the first time I downloaded the app, I wasn't making a gainer profile. I was making my civilian one. And I was just taking pictures of random shit and putting the filters on it and calling it art because, you know, I'm a photographer. So I'm like, this is my art. And who's to say it isn't art. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> that's what I like about the Instagram pr- uh, platform. And then, I started using it, you know, when I got the gainer profile, then I started doing the live streams, which I haven't done one in a long time. I have to get back into that. I kind of segued the live streams into the podcasting. Yeah, well, things happen. I mean, I just enjoy seeing you, well, all of you, but that's just me. But then it's like, it's always fun to do those little things. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe I do want attention. I don't know. And that kind of is a perfect way to ask, do you think, is, is there too much self-indulgence with social media? I mean, I, I, I you know, oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, it's, I'm sure that that question has been addressed by far better, you know, better conversations. 
yeah, it is a self-indulgent vanity project. But I mean, are we mad at it for that? Because like you and I, are, we're millennials and we're on the um, further end of the millennial spectrum. Like we're the kids that we didn't have the Internet in our homes growing up for the most part. Like maybe we got it in late teenage years, but then didn't really have total exposure to the Internet until we were in college or older. And like I didn't even have a cell phone until I was 19. Do you remember when you got a cell phone? Sophomore year. So, I mean, but, like, kids who are, like, eight years old, seven years old have cell phones now. And they've had the internet their Mm -hmm. entire lives. And so, like, you know, we didn't didn't grow up with a medium that allows you to be that self-indulgent. When we were teenagers, how did we let people know what we were doing? Well, you had to literally call somebody on a phone and tell them. You couldn't post it on somewhere and say, hey, I'm going to go have a sandwich. Does anyone want to join me? You know, or... Oh, I just bought this new dress, or I just did whatever. So it was, I, I don't know, it's, it's weird, and I don't know if I'm falling into the self indulgent vanity trap by doing what I've been doing. And like, is it, is it bad? Like, does it make me a bad person? Does it make me shallow because I'm interested in it? Because I feel like my upbringing should be telling no. me that I know better than this, but. Oh, well, no, because it's a little taste of being wanted outside of the person. Yeah, it's popularity. Well, it's popularity and it's rejection on a whole new level. Because, like, there's, yeah. there is still something to being rejected online. <laughs> like, it still, it still oh, stings it, it, when people reject people you off. online. And it pisses you off. And it's like, wait a minute, why are you rejecting me? And then you realize they're not rejecting you in person. They're rejecting you over miles of, you know, uh, fiber wire or whatever the hell the internet's made out of. And it's like, why does this matter? But... um (laughs) i mean it it is it is a new level i mean it trust me in my experiences and i'm sure you know what i'm talking about um but i don't bring it up but it's like it is it's more rejection well you may not bring it up but you you low-key talk about it a lot on your gromer posts i'm sorry you you are like you are like so like every time i read one of them i'm like hmm I wonder who pissed him off now. Girl. Uh, well, I, I, I'm petty. I don't care. But, um, no, I do care. But, I mean, I don't mean to be petty. Uh, it's not really directed at a lot of people, but it's more or less people who've just, like, been in my line of fire, and I don't keep track mm-hmm. of who they are. But it's, like, literally, like, be a human, just conversate. But I'm also a communications major. That's what yeah. I do. I learn and get paid to talk yeah. to people. And I'm sorry, but when you ignore people or, like, on mm-hmm. purpose, or you say, oh, I couldn't respond to that. No, you can respond to everything. Like, don't be petty. Don't think you're on a higher pedestal. Don't do this whole I'll get back to you thing. No, 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 no. Answer <laughs> right now. Like, it's not a – I'm not a – I am impatient. I was about to say, like, that. that's very much but the idea of the whole instant gratification generation. You know, it's like, I need answers now, well, I mean, now, 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 now. And it's like, but, you know, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not saying that they're not. It's not a bad thing. You know, I'm not saying that they're not, you know, um, being shitty to you. It's just like, but that's like the attitude of the instant gratification thing. It's like, I have to, you know, you will, you will acknowledge me. You will validate my existence. Basically, yes. And I am an attention seeker, but at the same time, it's like, and that's why I chose communications as a major because it fits me as a person. And I, I accept that about myself, 
but also as an academia point, it just kind of goes with my attitude because it's like, look, if someone emails you, just respond You're to Leo, it. You're Leo, right? Just do it now. No, I'm a You're cancer. a cancer like me? Oh, wait, you're I, the day before me. You're Lord, the day before you, me. You're the 12th. How, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting that. How do you for, because, you are like my because love you're not, and like husband. No, honey, I'm doing? not your husband. <laughs> no, I know you're not. But at the same time, you're just a friend. Yeah. But it's like, good Lord, you're supposed to know these things. I know. I, I, I don't know why. Because you're, you're not quite the typical. You're not, you're not. Like, we have a lot in common. But like, when I think of you, I don't think of a cancer. I think of you as acting more like a Leo. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, because yeah. you're not quite as, as moody and as... Um, it's like I'm not saying that you're not bitchy, because we're both bitchy, but like I feel like I'm, I'm more bitchy than you are. Like I feel like I fit the more... That's the I feel like I fit the more stereotypical version of a cancer than you do. Oh, no, because I'm pushy and bitchy. No, oh. trust me. But I'm not pushy. I don't know. I'm we're just <laughs> okay. I'm pushy. So we're like we're just we're zodiac twins. I guess I don't know. Oh, because it's so hard for you to call me a best friend. I know. Oh, for, I know. Well, horrible. you know, you hardly ever come to Cleveland. What can I say? Oh, shots! I'm fired. all right. Yeah, we're getting we're getting out of we're getting a little crazy here. No, I know? love it. Well, I, I hope, love it. That's how I got you. I hope it's been entertaining. Oh, I hope for them too. But <laughs> for Christ's sake, I did want to ask though, because <laughs> um, this is something that I actually struggle with a lot, and I feel stupid for feeling bad about it. But okay, so on on your social media platforms, be it Instagram, Gromer, Chaseable, Fantasy Feeder, whatever it is you're on, do you feel validated through the amount of followers or? people who like your stuff or people who retweet your stuff or basically the amount of attention that you get, do you feel a sense of validation from it? Well, I do. Cause it may, I am, I do it, like everybody else has body image issues. That's a later, probably a later chat. Cause that'll go in for mm-hmm. hours. Um, but I do get sense of validation because I mean, as much as I work out of the gym and I'm not like your true gainer because, like, I'm not just like, oh, I want to be big. Yeah. I'm finding myself still, as we all are, well, at least me and you anyway, I can speak yeah. for that. But yeah. it's, I do get validation because it makes me feel like people appreciate what I'm doing. They're seeing what I'm not seeing. Yeah. See, I, that's, I, mean, there's something that's I have this insecurity thing that's so stupid. And I know it's my own fault because I'm in my own head about it. But like... You know, I've been on Gromer since it started, so that's eight years worth of being on it. And I've been more out in the open about gaming, and I've been more, like, trying to be more active on it, and yada, yada. And I've been trying to, like, put myself out there, make more creative, um, you know, posts and pictures, and, like, put my face out there, and really just sort of make myself this identity. And every time I see somebody who's got more followers than I do, who maybe has put out less content than me, I'm like well, wait a minute, what's so great about this guy? And that's so stupid and petty, and I really shouldn't do that because that's trying to invalidate someone else. But, like, my brain goes to this place of, well, he's got 1,800 followers, and I only have 1,500. What the fuck? And it's like... No, I feel it, I feel it. No, but even you have more than I do. You have 1,800, I have 1,500. 
Well, because you're a blondie bear. (laughs) I told you in the very beginning, you're a blondie bear, and everybody loves a bear cub. Everybody loves a bear cub. See, I exist. So that's why you talked to me years ago. Now it relates. Um. Well, no, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I probably don't pay attention to that. I do. I'm obs- I really I, I obsess over it in stupid ways. I have to force myself not to. Because I exist in this weird limbo, right? My body is not, it doesn't, it doesn't fit any particular category. I'm not muscly enough to be like the ex-jock, right? And I never played a sport in my life. I'm not thin anymore, so I don't fit the like Twinkie encourager sort of profile. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Um, hairy, so I'm not a bear because I can't grow a beard and I have no, I don't have any like real body hair to speak of. So where do I float in? Like the only other category is just straight up chub, but I don't really fit that category either because I, I do have some muscle mass and I do have this kind of ex jock look to me. Which is so bizarre because I never played a single sport in my life and I would never classify myself as ex-jock. But I have had that category lobbed at me a couple of times. I mean, you could, I mean, own it. I mean, I understand the whole limbo thing, but I mean, I mean, I've seen your body. I mean, whatever, but it's just like your body is tone. You have more, if you want to put a label on it, I mean, you could do an ex-jock wolf. Or otters. But otters have otters, otters have hair. Have otters have hair. They not. It all. used to be, you know, otter you otter used have... to re, otter used to be applied to redheaded bears. That's yeah. where otter came from because otters have auburn fur, so otters were redheaded bears. Well, look, things evolve over time, and I mean, look, otters don't. Yes, an otter you want to say traditionally has hair. Look, you have body hair, you have armpit hair, you have <clears throat> pubic hair. I mean, good Lord, you're not going to, I mean, I'm not saying, hey, I'm not invalidating what yeah. you're saying. But, like, look, your mold is you. Mm-hmm. If you want to be in the x Shock one, go right ahead. I mean, I'm not going to put a label on you because you are my yeah. friend, and I should text you more, likewise. I know, I know. Me. We both get busy. You've got, like, four jobs, and I have we, two. We're busy. So... I, I thought one. you were still at like you. Well, you had like four jobs. I'm like, boy, you were never gonna have a social life. <laughs> Girl, I can't find a husband um, either. Um, but with with it's it's one job, school. So okay, technically two. But you know, hey, you do you. You're in your own little bubble, and that's perfectly fine. You don't have to have a label. If you want to be a chub, you could be a chub. If you want to be a cub, you could be a cub. It don't. No, I know that I can. I know that I can label myself. It's just you know that's not what people are going to see when they look at me. You know, and I know that that doesn't matter. It's just sometimes those twins. You like as as confident as we can all get, we still have that shit in the back of your head. Sometimes is how are other people looking at me? That 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 I think is lifelong. I don't think you can actually break yourself free from that. You can you can get to a point where you're like, well, I just don't care. You know, if that's what they think, but you're, that's where I'm at, you know, and I'm, I'm there. I feel that I'm there to an extent, you know, like when I'm out in the, when I am out in the the bar scene of Cleveland, which you know what that's like, you've been out there, you've seen what those, what it's like. I don't care anymore. I don't give a shit anymore. I don't care who knows what, I don't care who thinks what, because I've been around these homos for, you know, 15 years and they can just deal with me. I mean, look, I, I take it at this point where, you are happiest 
knowing that you do you. Yeah. And that's what it is. And I mean, I'm sorry, I don't fit into the drag queen scene anymore. I don't fit into the leather one because I want to be in the leather, but no one will help me besides sending me a wiki link to leather world or the okay. Well, or, well then, yeah, you definitely should text me more because if you want help with that, I can, ex- I can, whatever it is you want to know, because I've been in this silly thing for 10 years now. So I shouldn't say oh, silly well, thing because I actually now. do like the leather community a lot. It really did help me come out of my shell and accept who I am. But yeah, it, it can be just as dramatic as the regular community. The ones that I find are the ones like Romer and a lot of other places that I tend to make friends or be involved with. Um, they tend to be the stars of said areas, no matter what they are. And I mean, that's real life and game yeah. life, you know, but I am a very calm person when you know me, but I am a little intense because I, you know, I'm a talky person, but it's just like I find the people to ask a question to who have been in it for so long that they don't want to answer the questions anymore. Yeah. Or they don't want to help. That, that, that could happen. It's a kind of burnout that happens, which is not good at all. That's not how any person who is a seasoned um, individual in a fetish community Perfect. should ever act with a, a newbie. Like, it's, it's just, it, it should be all about education and, and um, you know, reaching across the aisle. That's the thing. I mean, and and I I, uh, accept myself for being, I am a little much, I am a little intense, but it's like, I just ask a lot of questions and that's my fault. And I've learned that over time. I fixed it. Um, Maybe. But I mean, I'm, I'm unlike a lot of people where I'm open and it's not just, I'll say what I want from swear words to this, to comments, to this, to that, to knowledge. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm open to anything. I mean, I should have been a therapist because I don't give a crap what you tell me as long as you get it off your chest and you're smiling at the end of the day and you know that this is what you're doing. Hey, Godspeed. I could care less if you tell me you want your scrotum stomped on with bees put into it. Like, I don't care. At least you're uh, happy with what you're doing. Cock and ball torture. I validate people. <laughs> No, I know I know a few people that are into CBT. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, hey, God, uh, no, God it's, speed it's, to them, because it's, that's Yeah, it's their thing. I have no interest in that whatsoever, but I do know a few people that are into it. I know, pe- I know people and that are into that some is... weird, weird stuff, just beyond, gro- beyond gaining. I know some people into some weird stuff. And I'm weird because I say that I'm a vanilla person because I'm not like this like godless whore. Uh, okay, no, no you can't I... say you can't say godless whore. Like you can't you like so the opposite oh. of vanilla would not be a godless whore. Just so that we're not like making any blanket statements oh. about you know people that own their their oh. sex life. Like let's not call them whores. Oh, <laughs> hey. No, I'm not saying I shouldn't say that. I really shouldn't. But hey, you know, just for description, you know what I'm I know. About. I know Anywho. the kind of man that you are um, describing. Yes. And I mean, one of my really, like, my, honestly, my my other twin, he is, and he owns it, and I'm proud of him for it. There's sometimes I tell him to shut up because I don't want to hear about what he's done. But you know, that's just because I've known him and I accept him for who he is. He knows at the end of the day he can call me, tell me do whatever he wants to do. Send me a video. I could care less. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> I will for 10 seconds and then be like, oh my God, mm-hmm. you know, but 
as long as the end of the day, and that's what kind of wraps everything into it, it's like, hey, do you and, you know, find you're your own mold. You really are. Do your yeah. own thing. Screw what people say. So I only have... I mean, I just... Uh, oh, no, you finish your thought, hon. Oh, it's just basically everyone should be open to education, to helping new people. Yes, yeah, so of course, it's a little aggravating because you're into it. It's like your job. It's like your profession. It's all that fun, fun mm-hmm. stuff. But look, it's like if somebody asks you a question, just answer them. Don't, don't beat around the bush and be like, oh, well, this is that. Don't be yeah. big. It, that is annoying. Which is a tactic that all, which is a, a, a tactic that all of us who are, you know, who have been in the gaining and encouraging and, and you know, uh, this scene and as much as we know, that's how we should be with anybody who comes to us with questions about it. Like, that's the tactic that we need to take. Because the one thing you don't want to do is be an asshole and potentially put somebody off of this when they could find something really rewarding in this, like a lot of us have. Yeah, I mean, just kind of just be open. Don't don't do it. I only had a couple more actual talking points. I just wanted to get... Um, like, so here's the part where I'm just going to sort of shamelessly plug people that I absolutely have been following on, like, what mostly this is Instagram. These are all Instagram users that I absolutely love. So anyone who's listening, if you want to look these guys up, these are some of, to me, the hottest gainers on the social media, you know, sphere. Uh, personally, I love some extra um, Gromer Pyle, who does not go by that name on Instagram. I'm sorry, I don't know what his Instagram name is. But if you happen to be on Gromer, look up Gromer Pyle. Um, Gainerology, Piazza John, yeah. Piazza John. It's like P. It's Piazza dot John. Yeah. He's he's very well known on Bigger City. Um, teen Gainer with two R's, and don't worry, he's over eighteen, so it's okay to follow him. <laughs> um. I bulk out, which is actually I Hulk out, but he's got two Instagram pages. He's got bulk out and Hulk out because despite the fact that he says he's not a gainer anymore, he's, he's showing off his belly a lot more than he used to. Um, I know, uh, X jock who anyone who knows about gainers probably knows who X jock is. He's the one that's making like straight up gainer porn right now. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, blowing buttons. Um, who like just exploded that dude is a bull like you have to look up his like anyone who wants to know about like someone who's taken it to like I can't believe how big he got that's blowing buttons Um, hide the abs 1989 right yeah hide the abs he comes and he like I'm not I don't want to talk smack or anything he kind of comes and goes sometimes sometimes he's here sometimes he's not enjoy it while it's here is all I can say and he's he's one of the you know, he just, I, I am often blown away by how quickly he puts on weight. Um, Dave Gordoom, who I used to talk to years ago, years and years ago on Yahoo Instant Messenger, we would chat with each other. And then finally, um, SF Gut Muscle, who is, you know, pretty much the emperor of the gainer sphere. <laughs> yeah, basically, he's such a great guy, too. Uh, do you have a list of favorites or? I mean, those are basically the same pretty ones. much the same, <laughs> the same ones. ones that anything that I'm anyone that I missed because I was trying to like think of the ones that I absolutely, you know, I'm fa- I'm like checking up on their pages often. Uh, Virgo. Oh I mean, yeah, Virgo. I check up on his. I can't remember. 
I can't remember. Yeah, he goes by a different Instagram handle. I don't remember it either. He might even go by his real name because I think he doesn't have a a gainer and civilian profile. I think he just blends the two together, honestly. Um, I don't know. But yeah, those are those are my favorite Instagram gainers. As far as Gromer gainers, there's too many. I couldn't list. I couldn't even give you half the list. And then I don't follow any on Twitter because I don't really use it, and I don't use Snapchat. And no, Snapchat's annoying. Yeah, I just I don't. YouTube, it's basically all those people. If any of them have videos, I follow them on YouTube. Uh, if not, then I just, you know, I just will type in Gainer or you know whatever, and I'll just find different pages. Again, way too many to try to name. Um, and then the last form of I guess fringe social media, and I think it's kind of a stretch to call it social media, but I'm I, I want to include it just because there's a huge gainer presence on it is Pornhub. It's my why I, I don't know why so many of us went. I mean, is it because of the YouTube um, exile that we that a lot of them went through? Because you remember when that you, probably and the fact that they can make money. Because you remember when there were people who were actively trying to get all gainer content removed from YouTube. Yeah, I wonder if that's where that all started. But then you're right. A lot of them, a lot of them can make money. Yeah, a lot of them can make money. But then if you take someone like Lose My Breath, I know most of his videos have wound up on Pornhub, and he doesn't have a Pornhub account. He still has his clips for sale, but people are buying it and then posting it to Pornhub, and now it's, you know, for free. Oh, I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. I just... No, I mean... I've seen it floating around, but I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know anything about accounts because I don't have accounts. I just, Oh, you just do the free thing. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's a lot of times what happens is like gainers videos that get sold on clips for sale or through, I don't know the one, one of the services where you can actually download and own the video, then it gets redistributed. Oh, like, I don't know if you can do that through Patreon, but you must be able to, because I know some of X jocks videos are on Pornhub for free. I don't know. I mean, so, yeah, not really a form of social media per se, but just it has a large gainer presence on it, so I wanted to throw that in there. And and then to sort of close out the discussion is, like, do you, you know, where do you think social media is going to eventually take us? Do you think that we will ever be, I don't know, I guess outed? And that's what I, I don't mean by, when I say outed, I don't mean, like, are people going to find, how do I want to articulate this? Cause people know that we exist, but like, are we ever going to, are we ever going to reach that sort of same platform as like the Kardashians or, no. you know, people keep, people keep it under wraps. Do you think we ever should, do you think we should ever be that exposed? I don't know. I kind of feel like that puts us no. under a too big a microscope. It's. Too, I'll agree with you. It's just. It's too big to be like putting all out there. I would be terrified by that, really. But that's. But I know that there are some gainers that probably wouldn't. There are some gainers that would like to. That probably would want to get famous off of it. I don't know. I. I just wonder where the evolution of social media is going to take us. Are we going to adapt with it? Are we going to go along for the ride? Are we always going to be like the seedy underbelly of it? Uh, 
you know, future, future will, future will I mean, tell. It's worth, I mean, it's, it's, it's evolving every day. Everything's changing. Who knows where it's going to lead. Um, but, you know, for the time being, I have my groomer. I have my Instagram. I do my live feeds. I'm doing this podcast now. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm creating my own little safe space somewhere in all of this bullshit. <laughs> And and maybe you know maybe it'll get some some traction and I I don't know like I said I don't know if I want fame from it but I want to I want to know that I'm reaching an audience. Yeah, you'll reach somebody. Don't don't think you won't. No, I I'll just we'll see. I'm only three episodes in and I have a lot of episodes planned. So. No, there you go, pumpkin. But anyway, I'm just going to, we're going to close out this episode. And uh, I want to thank Cleve 08 1980, right? 0890. 0890. <laughs> 0890 for joining me. Uh, if, any, Lord. if any of you out there listening are on Gromer, you can look either one of us up. You can look up, like I said, Cleve. Oh, just plug yourself, sweetie, because I can't remember your screen. C L E E 0890. Okay. <laughs> Or you can follow me. I'm under the name Orpheus on Gromer. Uh, if you want to follow Good me. Good luck spelling. It, or it, come on. If you know Greek mythology, you know how to spell Orpheus. And it's not Orifice, Orpheus. Orpheus. O-R-P-H-E-U-S. <laughs> um, or you can follow us on Instagram. Your, your Instagram handle is the same as your Gromer name, right? Yes. It's yep, Cleo 890 Okay. And then, you know, you know to follow me, the Belly Grove. But anyway, um, I want you guys to have a good night and take care of yourselves and look forward to episodes coming soon. Have a good night. Bye, guys. Okay, we can cut from here.